The last two chapters spoke about many things, but if you want to give a theme, you could give a theme of attentiveness, kavana. At the end of chapter 39, we learned that when Torah study is carried out without kavana, it does not ascend to the spiritual worlds until you study the text again with kavana. But as long as you have not gone back and studied this Torah text with authentic intent, your study won't even rise up to the ten sfirot, the ten manifestations of Hashem that illuminate this physical world, let alone the higher worlds, even this low world of Asiyah. See, each spiritual world consists of sefirot. One way of defining it is God's light diminished to be compatible with that world, and an infrastructure of nine div- non-divine chambers. When you study Torah with authentic in- intent, it arises to the sefirot of one of the higher worlds, which contains a glimmer of Hashem's light. Now, because the Sfirot are one with God, if the, the intent is not for the sake of the divine, the Torah will not merge. So if my Torah study, if done without intent, doesn't rise up and stammer for God, where exactly does it go? It does not go to the divine Sfirot, but to the chambers and repositories in those worlds, which are the superficial dimension of the world. Each world has what's called Pnimius and Chitzenius, the internal and the superficial it's there in the superficial dimension where angels are, angels are stationed. Even though angels are holy, since they are not the purpose of the world, they are considered superficial. In Kabbalah, chitzonius, outer, doesn't necessarily mean outside and inside. It means what's the intent. So, for example, you go to get a job. <clears throat> that's the chitzonius, that's the external, that's the superficial. What you're aiming for is to make a living and support your family. For some people, it becomes an end on itself. But ideally, it's a means to an end, and that means it's the chitzanias. So angels are in the superficial, and when you have the right intent, you go to the deep levels. Otherwise, you stay in the world of superficial. But that's if you do it for neutral intent. But what if you do it for the negative intent? You want to be a Torah sage, etc. Then it does not even ascend to the higher worlds at all. It stays in this physical world. It doesn't go up. Now, he asks a question, how does that make sense? If the Torah and God are one, since God is one with his will, how could any act of Torah not be able to ascend to Hashem? If the Torah is the undiluted will of Hashem, even after it comes into this world, so regardless of my intent, should it go anyway up? But the matter is not so simple, since Hashem pervades all worlds equally, and nevertheless the worlds are not equal in level. The difference between all worlds is based on the recipient. Your Torah study or mitzvah take place in this world, in a place where the Torah's identity as the undiluted will of Hashem is not manifest. So yes, you're touching godliness, but in order to break free from that reality and ascend to a higher world where God's presence is evident, it needs the boost of your intention. Because again, from God's perspective, there's no difference from world to world. So the Torah study you study is one with Him. But from our perspective, unless there's kavana, then the Torah cannot rise because it's, in, it's trapped by the illusion of this world. This physical world is the lowest of the worlds because it has the least light. And that's why it's physical. So Hashem's hidden more than in other worlds and he's more condensed than all the world and covered over so many levels. And therefore, when you speak Torah, words of Torah prayer without intent, even though they are holy words, holy words, Nevertheless, it cannot ascend.